Hi guys, welcome to the Broncos Avenue podcast. Uh, it's Amir from Broncos Avenue. Um, joined by my friend here today, Trayton. Immediate reaction to the loss in Seattle, Russell Wilson's first game as a Denver Bronco. Um, man, I don't even know what to say. Like, where do we even start this? Or what the hell happened? Yeah, I'm uh, so devastated. I'm at a loss for words right now. Uh, I just, this was probably one of the most, if not the most frustrating games I've watched. Like of any, any, honestly, any sporting game. Uh, this was, I mean, we, we definitely didn't deserve to win this game. Uh, it was a game yeah. we could have won by three plus possessions. Um, I mean, just all game long, just shooting ourselves in the foot, dumb penalties, uh, just, and then the defense in the first half, I mean, was absolutely awful. Um, and then in the, in the end there, which is my, my biggest takeaway of the game is the, the decision to kick a 64 yard field goal over trusting your brand new quarterback that you just spent two first round picks on. You're trusting a 64 yard field goal over your brand new quarterback that we, that you just traded for and gave up uh, a very large amount of assets for. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm definitely, I mean, obviously it's only week one, so it's definitely early and we don't want to overreact, but uh, I'm definitely, I've definitely got some, got some concerns especially with Nathaniel Hackett, because I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what else to say, but what, what in the fuck was that decision at the end there? I, I just, there, there's, I've ran it through my head multiple times since the game has ended and there's just not one logical explanation for that decision. Yeah. I, do, I really don't understand that, that play call. Um, That just seems like it was a rookie head coach making a rookie mistake, but I mean, logic tells you, you traded for Russell Wilson for a reason. That is the fourth and five. Why don't you try to at least pick up the that you know he's a top ten QB. You traded for him all these assets. Why don't you at least try picking up that first down? There's like twenty seconds left. Boom! You have you have three timeouts or you had two three timeouts. Call damn timeout. It's a shorter field goal. Like I, I don't understand that call at all. Just like we we waited so long this offseason for this game. I literally, like, my voice, it's not even, like, I literally lost my voice yelling so much in the game. Beginning yeah, of the game, right I was so you. hyped, bro. I was so hyped. That Jerry Judy touchdown, oh, my God, like, top five moments as a Broncos fan, honestly, just because, like, I've hyped up Judy so, so much. I've said that he's, he's – I've said multiple times in the past um, – my opinion has changed now, but I've said multiple times in the past that he was the better pick than uh, Justin Jefferson – but to see that happen, I was so excited. It gave me life. And but the defense, bro, so many penalties, dude. And this is one thing that we I was gonna kind of talk to you about. Um, I don't know if you feel differently about it, but I honestly feel like today's loss was because of you know, this is a game of inches. Today's loss was because of fundamentals. We just kept shooting ourselves in the foot. You know, we really beat ourselves tonight. There's so many instances we were this close. Alberto had that near touchdown. We was right by the goal line. We had three consecutive 
trips to the red zone and we could not cash in. We were literally six inches or less to to scoring points. We should have blew them out. It should have been an easy blowout victory. And we, we lost because of two straight fumbles by our running backs, which I'm still going to, I'm still going to avenge Javante to be honest with you. Um, Obviously, both bad plays, though. I think Javante still had a great game, but that fumble did obviously cost us. Um, but three consecutive trips and penalties shot us, you know, completely destroyed us on that third opportunity. The first two opportunities by were t- turnovers. And then just throughout the whole game, defense kept having stupid, senseless penalties. And this is where I was kind of – I want to kind of tie back. Do you think this is because of lack of or the decision to not play the starters in the preseason? Maybe they could have got some of these penalties out in the first place in the preseason. Or do you think it was just because of the emotion of Russ returning in this game? What do you think it could have been? You know, I when it comes to the defense, I can't really attribute it to anything. I think we just had a horrible day. I think we were I think we played extremely undisciplined. Um and I mean, and that's the sad part about it is it wasn't like we were getting robbed with calls, you know. I mean, there were a few questionable ones, but yeah. um, most of those calls were perfectly legitimate. And uh, yeah, I, to me, from what I saw, it, it, it didn't really look like a – and I, I don't really think penalties is a I, – I don't feel like giving them preseason reps is something that, that like that's going to help that. I, you know, I think you just have your days. Um, and – you know, and that and the penalties that too. You know, that starts with coaching as well. Uh, I thought we looked really undisciplined tonight, really careless on defense. And then yes. too, uh, too. You know, and I, I, I'd have to disagree with you because I know we were talking about this before the pod. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I really don't think that giving them preseason reps would have done any any good for them at all. Um, I, I still think we would have had the same exact the same exact outcome as we did. But, you know, I guess this is part of what comes with having, you know, rookie head coach and a lot of young guys just all over the team. But, I mean, uh, I mean, we played more starters on defense than we did. Off- I mean, I don't know if we played a single offensive star- starter all preseason long other than uh, Okuebunam. And even he, you know, he was in more of a rotational role, role tonight. Uh, and I don't. I can't really attribute this loss to much else other than shooting ourselves in the foot. You know, uh, this is definitely a loss that's on the coaches. Um, we had multiple opportunities to win this game and we didn't capital capitalize, um, you know, and then the, you know, the two fumbles on the goal line. And that's the thing, you know, the offense looked absolutely amazing all game long. Um, aside from those dumb, fumbles at the goal line i mean again this is a yeah. this is a game where we should have had it i i would say 30 plus points easily um and then you know the defense and and then too going back to the defense you know the penalties were obviously what stood out tonight but in that first half i mean we definitely cleaned it up in the second half but in the first half not only was it the penalties but our i mean we we the defense just downright looked bad regardless of the penalties obviously that was a huge factor and we could have got off the field a few times but the defense just didn't look good in the first half at all not uh, taking even taking the penalties away from it um 
you know, that was just absolutely awful play by the defense in the first half. And then the penalties continued all game long. And then, you know, and like I said, my biggest takeaway is the, you know, I I don't know if I'm ever going to get past it, but the decision to kick that field goal at the end is just, uh, and that's not, that's not really even a decision. Like, at least in my eyes, that's not a decision that, you know, you could have made and it just didn't work out that like I, there's just absolutely zero logic whatsoever to that. Like I, I cannot fathom or even attempt to wrap my head around the decision to kick a 64 yard field goal there. Um, You know, the last year I may have had a different opinion since our quarterback was Teddy Bridgewater and drew lock, but um, you know, you just traded two first round picks for, for Russell Wilson. The offense had been great all game long, uh, aside from dumb penalty or, you know, dumb penalties and, uh, and fumbling in key situations. But as far as just actually moving the ball, the offense was, you know, on point all night long. Uh, this was a game we just, des- we deserve to lose. And I, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm just kind of ranting at this point because I don't know what else to say. This yeah, was... it's super heartbreaking. Um, going back to defense, yeah, it was. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was garbage the entire first half. Um, Chubb, he finally turned it on the second half, had a few good pressures, had two sacks, obviously. Um, they took advantage of those. Um, well, he he took advantage of the rookie tackle he was going up against. Randy Gregory wasn't much of a factor tonight, except for the forced turnover he had. Um, that wasn't pa- that was impactful for us. Um, Chubb, I'm not going to beat him up at all for this game. Um, he's been he's been beat up and stuff with injuries, and he came back tonight. A lot of pressure on him to solidify himself as a starter, and he got two huge third down stops for us. So, and one of them was a uh, strip sack. So. I like what I saw from him tonight. Um, he's going to improve as the season goes along. But everything else, man, it just felt like nothing was stable. Nothing was – it didn't feel like the defense was nece- – and this goes back to like what I was talking about, like the, me talking about the fundamentals and stuff. The tackling was god-awful. That first half was just missed tackle after missed tackle after missed tackle. It didn't matter who it was. Um, to be honest, I feel like fans underestimated and overrated, um, or just more so underestimated what Ejero Vera was going to do in his first season as a defensive coordinator. And it's kind of overlooked how much Vic Fangio meant to this defense. I know we haven't changed too much schematically, but tonight the play calling was questionable. Um, Shane Waldron, the Seahawks offensive coordinator, was absolutely exposing us in that first half. But I do have to give this defense credit for adjusting in the second half. But this team as a whole, it's been this it's been this way for several years, and it's a glaring problem. We cannot be consistent on all sides of the ball. We can't we can't play complementary football. To be honest with you, when our offense plays good, our defense is atrocious. When our defense is atrocious, our offense is good. I think there's literally only two series tonight where the defense had a great stop and the offense actually came back and, you know, responded well with like a field goal. But other than that, we just can't play good complimentary football. That's an issue on this team. 
I don't know how we fix that, to be honest with you. Um, maybe work on situ- situational ball football and practice this week, preparing for the Texans on Sunday. But um, overall, I'm super, super, super disappointed with this loss. Me personally, I still feel like the lack of um, play with the starters in the preseason may have pl- played just a slight effect in this. But I also, I think fans were really uh, taking Russell Wilson for his word when he said that he doesn't get nervous and that he wasn't going to be phased by, you know, any booze or anything out of Seattle. He he was tonight. I don't care what anybody says. You could tell that Russell Wilson wasn't looking downfield as much. He was looking more so getting that ball out quick tonight. And that I want to kind of also talk about the offensive line. What a, what a damn game by our offensive line tonight. That was one of the the position groups that I personally said on this podcast, I was most worried about. And they turned out being the be- the most strong position on the team tonight. The running backs caused two very costly turnovers. Wide receivers weren't really much of a factor tonight, but at the same time, they did produce well on the stat sheet. Um, but I, I thought they did play pretty well. It's just Russ wasn't like, like I said, looking downfield as much. Um, tight ends, the tight ends played decent tonight. Eric Tomlinson, he had that near touchdown, but like I said, again, game of inches, he had like one toe just barely poking the sideline. It's just like this whole game constantly play after play. It was small things so close to putting points on the board, like such senseless, just a lack of discipline on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, granted they didn't make their adjustment in the second half, but it's just, I feel like the Seahawks didn't beat us tonight. We beat ourselves tonight. And the fact that we look like this on defense and the fact that we were so undisciplined and committed so many penalties and we only lost by one, there is optimism looking forward in the future. Um, me personally, I'm 1000% not putting this game on Russ. Um, that last minute decision, you know, who knows if they would have give Russ the chance. Um, but also at the same time, you know, Russ and Hackett really are, you know, locked in together with decision making. Russ literally right after that um timeout, and it was like what fourth and five, 20 seconds left, he went straight to the sideline. Like uh, this was their this was their plan. So um I don't know. I don't know, man. This I don't know what else there is to say. If maybe if we would have given them that chance, we could have gotten a much better field goal range. Um, I don't blame McManus at all for missing that kick. To be honest with you, he was pretty damn close. And what's the what's the record? It was by uh, Justin Tucker last year against the Lions. Uh, uh, how long was it? Sixty yards. Sixty six yards. So yeah, he he wasn't even that far off either. It just barely pulled on the like the last few seconds before um, it got near that crossbar. But I don't I don't blame McManus. That's that's a tough kick to make. Um, they obviously called call the field goal right after he missed the first one. So he had a chance to redeem himself. But, yeah, just a play call there, the decision. I don't agree with it. But Hackett's going to learn from this. Um, at least, hey, on the bright side, at least we're not – well, hopefully we don't do this um, come playoff time um, or we're at least in the hunt or whatever it may be. But, yeah, overall, very, very, very disappointing loss tonight. Um. I'm getting blown up on Instagram right now. I'm getting cooked. Uh, my final score imagine. post has has over 180 comments, mainly from Seahawks, Chiefs, and Raiders fans. 
Yep, that. Uh, you know, I'm at a point. You know, uh, I I fully blame Nathaniel Hackett for this loss. I or, uh, I mean, you have to. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, and that's just, and that's what's even more concerning to me. You know, like you said, you know, Russ was locked in on the decision making there. Like that, he he knew, uh, he was fully aware of what they were going to do in that situation, and that that's even more concerning for me, um, because, like I said, and I I feel like a lot of people will see it differently, but um, I I just cannot, I absolutely cannot wrap my head around that decision to kick that field goal that actually has to be one of them probably one of the most blatantly idiotic decisions i've seen made by by uh in a in a shit i can't talk an nfl head coach that has got to be one of the most blatantly idiotic decisions i've seen made on a football field um and that that's the thing you know there's you can have questionable calls you can have questionable decisions made but that wasn't questionable that was blatantly idiotic um i can't i mean obviously i can't say i'm out on hackett it's week one but uh i mean i i just thought he would have known better you know i i like i feel like that's probably a a decision a casual football fan should be able to make in that situation um, and I know, you know, McManus has a great leg, but you, I, I'm not going to go out there and expect my, my kicker to make a 64 yard field goal. Um, especially when you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback, that's just completely unacceptable. Um, obviously Nathaniel Hackett is not the sole reason we lost this game, but at the same time he is, uh, we had multiple opportunities to capitalize and to, I mean, we could have, like, like you said, you know, this could have been a blowout, but it wasn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think there was a lot of uh, just, I went, you know, my takeaways for the offense, I think there were, there was a lot of mi- mismanagement and poor decision-making there. Um, and then, uh, and then the defense that I think it was just absolutely poor, just, you know, poor execution and at like, horrible play calling. And, you know, and that's one thing I wanted to bring up about the defense is it's not like, uh, it's not like we just had a bad day and we're getting beaten coverage or anything like that. I mean, it, it was definitely a play calling issue. I mean, guys were, guys were running wide open. I mean, not, uh, you know, it wasn't like we were getting beat on 50-50 balls. It's, you know, it's not like it wasn't just our day. The play calling was absolutely atrocious. I haven't had a chance to, you know, see the all 22 yet, but um, when it comes to busted coverage on plays like that, you know, that's not I, – I, I feel like you can't really attribute that to the players unless it's a miscommunication. Um, and, I, I, you know, I really – I didn't see, at least as far as the body language out there, you know, I didn't really see a lot of confusion on any of the, on any of the players' faces, you know, that seemed like it was just downright awful play calling. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't getting pressure until the second half. And even then that was mostly Chubb, um, you know, and he, he that's great. And I, you know, and that's great for him. He got uh, key sacks and key situations, but uh, aside from that, he he and the rest of the of the defensive line was a non-factor in that game. Um, 
I will say the the coverage was definitely better in the second half, but uh, the lack of pressure was definitely concerning. Um, I mean, you know, just about the thing I can say about this team today was that Russ in the passing game looks great. Uh, you know, Javante, well, and even the run game was was working well too, aside from the the goal line fumbles. And that's just, you know, you, you can't have you can't have plays like that, you know. Um, we lost in just about the most frustrating and most unacceptable way possible. Um, and, you know, it, it just irks me with games like these because now, you know, you look at this game now and it's like, you know what, it's okay. We're, it's only week one, but you never know. I mean, we could be sitting here having a conversation in, in mid-January that this game costs us playoff spot. Um, you know, and uh, I where to where to go from here, you know. I, th- I think some things to be excited about for next week. Um, and I, I, I think Hackett will improve on this. I think he will learn from this. Um, I, I really hope to see us in a, in a tight game situation, in a a late game situation soon. I want to see how Nathaniel Hackett uh, manages that after what we saw today. Um, and I want to see improvements from Averro. Uh, but yeah, man, I you know I I really don't know what else to say about about this game other than just constantly shooting ourselves in the foot and then just a blatantly decision at the end there. Yeah, um, going to the injury side of things, we'll I'll kind of jump into the stats uh, in a second for the team. But going to the injury side of the same things, we have some breaking news: Quinn Miners is to undergo. Um, MRI tomorrow to see the extent of his hamstring injury. Hopefully nothing too bad there. Graham Glasgow stepped in for him tonight and played really pretty well. So, um, you know, there's depth there that doesn't make the position too concerning. We're paying Glasgow for a reason, but yeah, Quinn Miners goes down tonight. Also for the Seahawks side of the ball, um, they had a few injuries tonight. Jamal Adams though, prayers to him. Um, he looked like he wasn't putting any weight on that uh, knee. So, you know, hopefully he, hopefully he's okay. Um, but just looking at the stats tonight, let's look at some bright sides. Um, we have three, 340 yards through the air from Russell Wilson tonight, only 13 incompletions. Um, had a, uh, that six, seven yard touchdown to Judy, obviously. Um, he didn't, he didn't look too bad tonight. He just looked like he wasn't uh, cooking like we thought he was going to be. Um, you know, there's still 16 games ahead, but uh, when you're playing from behind like that, you can't be too, you know, you can't be too dicey. Um, but to just see that kind of stat line as a Broncos fan definitely is different. Uh, we had Melvin Gordon, 12 carries, 58 yards. Um, could have had that touchdown, but he fumbled. Javante Williams, seven carries, 43 yards, 6.1 average, obviously fumbled in the end zone as well. He was he was cooking in the first half, he really was. Um, and then we just had to lean. What was Sorry, that? go ahead. Sorry. Go uh, go yeah, on. he was. If we would have like not been, if we weren't playing from behind and we were playing with the lead, um, and we could have just stuck to the run, he, he probably would have had 
uh, you know, a solid game. Um, he had 100 yards of total offense today. He had 11 catches for 65 yards. It's pretty crazy. And more receiving yards than rushing yards. Um, I'm sure any any people that started him in their fantasy leagues, PPR today, pretty happy with that. Um, also, Judy as well. I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. He had four catches for 102 yards, touchdown. Um, honestly, probably the best offensive player for us today. Cortland Sutton, four catches as well, but he has 72 yards. Um, he had a pretty good game as well. Both him and Judy were constantly getting open. Um, one, but KJ Hamler today, our third string wide receiver, I don't think got a single target today. Um, uh, he, he did get a target, but it was on that holding penalty, remember? Oh, okay. Um, but aside from Javante, Sutton, and Judy, we didn't really see anybody else uh, contribute too much in the passing game. Albert O did have five catches, though. And then obviously that first drive, Andrew Beck was looking like uh, Travis Kelsey there for a second. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, we already talked. Bradley Chubb, two sacks. Um, Ronald Darby led the team with tackles with five. Uh, Randy Gregory had a, a um, forced fumble. Montreal Washington, three returns, 51 yards, 17 average on kick returns. It's not going to cut it. He had the one kick return where, I mean, obviously – you would keep it in the end zone in that situation. You have so many, you know, gunners coming at you, flying special teams players, and he just decides to take it out. I didn't understand that one. Um, Brandon McManus was three for three tonight up until he was asked to make a 64-yard game winner. Um, Corliss Whiteman only had one punt tonight, and it was inside the 20. Uh, And then on the Seahawks uh, side of the ball, obviously we don't really care, but – Rashad Penny, he did run the ball 12 times tonight and averaged five yards a carry with 60 yards. Will Disley had that major bust in coverage um, that got a, carried a stat line, three receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Their tight ends kind of cooked us tonight. Colby Parkinson, two catches for 43 yards and a touchdown. Um, then DK Metcalf, who was covered by a Sertan the whole day, had seven catches, 36 yards, but he did fumble. But outside of that, um, Inwosu and Barton, they kind of cooked us tonight on their defense. And then, obviously, DJ DJ Jal- Dallas was having too many good returns on us. That's going to have to be fixed on the uh, special teams. I didn't like that. But aside yeah. from that, statistically, that's what we saw tonight. Yeah, you know, and one thing I'd like to touch on with Russ, uh, I think mm-hmm. – you know, like I, I saw everything I needed to see from Russ today. Um, I don't really think like the emotions are coming back to Seattle. I, I don't think that had anything to. I mean, maybe, maybe the crowd noise was a fact. Uh, I don't feel like any of that, you know, off-field showman, uh, showman stuff has anything to do with it. I. I really, uh, if I'm being honest, I really don't see, like, I, I, there's just no physical proof for me as to how uh, stuff like that translates on the field. But, um, you know, I, I thought, I, you know, I think Russ was great tonight. Uh, you know, and I don't really think that Russ wasn't looking downfield because he was scared or, be, like, because of the emotions or anything. I, you know, 
and again, I haven't had the chance to watch the all 22, but I, I, you know, I think they're just, he, he was taking what the defense gave him. And that's what I want a quarterback to do. You know, um, I'd much rather have, I, what I saw from Russ today was very clinical. Um, he was taking what he was getting, uh, and yeah, we worked the, the short passing game a lot more today. Um, and the reason for that, I think there wasn't a lot open downfield, uh, you know, and then the, and then the one, uh, I will give it to you, you know, the one, the one, I guess you could say it's a deep ball. Um, one time he did go deep. Uh, it was, it was a pretty bad underthrow, even though Judy still got it, but, um, you know, yeah. I don't know. I I saw everything I needed to see from us today, and I would say that I would say the same for the backs as well, other than the, uh, the goal line fumbles. Um, but you know, one thing I will say is I feel like a lot of the the things that happened tonight are very fluky. I don't think we're gonna see a, another performance like this. Um, I think. I think Russ is going to be a lot better suited now that we have uh, – now that he has reps in the offense. Um, I, 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 that, that is one thing I will say. I do think had a factor on maybe Russ not looking downfield as much as, you know, just the lack of reps in this offense. Like in in-game in scenarios, you know. Obviously, they've had plenty of practice reps, but um, in my opinion, you know, getting them in a real game is what brings value. And I think I think next week Russ is going to look a lot better. I think the offense will look a lot better, and uh, and then uh, and as far as the receivers go, you know, I think tonight is really really encouraging for Jerry Judy. Himself uh, a nice game, nothing spectacular, but you know he made the catches he needed to make. Um, Judy did have that one drop that you know i hope that's not going to be a reoccurring issue uh yeah as far as the offense in general there's really uh and like i said you know those goal line fumbles i feel like those are obvious need to be that needs to be fixed but i just it's pretty happened back to back or was it back to back drive yes it was it was okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's pretty rare that you see back-to-back drives, both with the different back, and then both of them fumble on the goal line. You just, it's pretty rare to see that. But I, so I, you know, I don't see this happening again to this. But, but uh, you know, as, as the ground game was earlier in the night, you know, I think it, we were moving the ball well. The ground was working great. Uh, and, you know, you just can't have those mistakes like that where you shoot yourself in the foot. Um, I think Javante, I think he needs to be used in, uh, you know, in the goal line situations more. Uh, with Javante, and that's the thing, I can't really be mad at, at that. Or, I mean, you can, but with Javante, you know, that's just, you know, he fumbled. With Melvin, this is a reoccurring issue, and this is one of the reasons why it was um, – not in favor of bringing him back. I think Melvin's a very solid player, and that's one thing I wanted to touch on, you know. Um, with Melvin, these fumbles are just absolutely unacceptable. And I don't know what it is with Melvin, but it, it seems like every time it, it's in a, 
you know, in a key situation that he fumbles. Um, and you just, you, you absolutely can't have plays like that. And then when it comes down to, uh, you know, you look at last year, the Eagles game, the Chiefs game. Um, I mean, single-handedly, Melvin Gordon lost us that Chiefs game. And I, you, you could even, I mean, it might be a stretch, but you could possibly even say the same thing with the Eagles game. We were driving downfield to score and then a fumble recovery return back for a touchdown. This is a reoccurring thing with Melvin. Uh, and I, I, at this point, I have no reason to believe why it's going to change with him. Uh, you know, maybe this, this might seem like an overreaction to some people to week one this has uh actually a lot less to do with tonight than it does uh last year um if this continues with melvin and the the fumbles uh not even in key situations but just in general if this becomes a consistent thing and stays a consistent thing um i really wouldn't hesitate at the idea of giving uh mike boone a lot more carries uh, I think maybe him and Melvin could, uh, I think him and Melvin sharing the RB2 role would be a perfectly, um, I think that would be a perfectly plausible situation. Um, you can use Boone in a lot more situations as well. Uh, but you know, you just can't have these fumbles. It's absolutely unacceptable. Um, you know, this is a game I, and obviously today it was a case with both backs, but um, I'm pointing the finger at Melvin just because simply because it's been a reoccurring issue with him. Uh, and I, again, like I said, you know, I don't see why, why it's going to change. I have no reason to believe it will. Uh, and you know, that's my take on the, on the running back situation, but, um, overall I'd say the offense was really effective today. Just really, really, really idiotic issues, uh, with coaching and, uh, don't miss you shooting, shooting yourself in the foot, you know, uh, just, you, you can't put the same product that you put out on the field tonight. You can't do that again. Um, and I will say, you know, if we see similar coaching decisions like that from Hackett, um, throughout the year, then I'm definitely going to have some, some, uh, very big concerns. Yeah, the one thing I can the one word I can use to describe tonight's loss is uh, embarrassing. Like the fact that we have this caliber of a roster, you know, uh, you know, given the defense struggling the first half, it did have to slightly do with uh, Josie Jewell. Like for instance, Josie Jewell is making that sack one thousand percent on Geno Smith on that uh, opening touchdown drive one thousand percent, but the 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 fact that we, you know, put hype this team up so much this off season, and then we just so badly wanted to win it for us the opening week. Um, brand new offense, brand new everything. So much to be excited for as a Broncos fan, and then we get this outcome. And now I'm looking at meme pages saying the Seahawks switched Russell Wilson for Geno Smith, and didn't even downgrade, but they upgraded. It's it's frustrating, man. Like, I can't wait for it to be next Sunday already. Um, I should I just hope that 
you know, usually every season there's every team, you know, goes through one upset and they also upset another team. There's at least one of those games for almost every team. I just hope this is our upset of the year and we can rebound and be, rebound from it and become a better team. Um, hopefully, you know, Jewel comes back. We're getting Billy Turner back. Those are two key starters for us. Um, hopefully the defense can be, get off to a better start. I can't believe I'm saying that. Like, if tonight, if I learned anything from tonight, it, it was that, like, everything that we thought was going to happen, the opposite happened. We thought that the defense was going to be very strong for us tonight, and it ended up being our weakness. Um, I know a lot of fans thought we were going to end up coming out and just go firing. We didn't. That didn't happen. We were playing a, a, not conservative, but we weren't playing necessarily too downfield. Um, the offense was slightly underwhelming um, when you have, you know, Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, Corn Sun, KJ Hamler in that first half. Um, and we we just didn't expect this outcome. You know, multiple fans thought I was going to blow out. I predicted 24-13 Denver. Um, and, you know, obviously the discipline is the one thing that some fans are calling. You know, they said the lack, the lack of, you know, in-game action and just getting those live reps, you know, just hitting, getting some good pad work in with other teams in the preseason would have helped eliminate, you know, these mistakes come, you know, regular season. But, you know, tonight, every nothing, I don't, I feel like tonight's outcome, it, it made it feel like nothing went our way. There's good things to go off of, but just the outcome in general, it, it lim- eliminates everything else. Like you can't lose to the Seattle Seahawks. As yeah, a Broncos I, fan, you, you, I'm sorry, you can go ahead. Well, and that's just what it comes down to, you know. The, I mean, we, this is a team that's projected to be picking in the top five next or yeah, next year. Uh, you know, th- this was a game that we 100% should have won. Um, and we had multiple opportunities to do so. And, uh, I mean, the, and like you said, you know, the, you, like, you, there's plenty of positive things to go off of, but, um, this is a game where thou, like, for example, you know, if this was a game against the Chiefs or the Chargers, I would have been, yeah, we would have been bummed, but, uh, like we, I, I feel like we would be having a lot different conversations than we are now. Um, you know, th- this is a team – we lost to a team on paper that is not even in the same stratosphere as us. Um, and that's embarrassing. Uh, and and it's even more embarrassing when you look at it from, the like, the offense's perspective. Um, you know, I, they, I really can't – you know, there's not much more they could have done other than uh, move the ball to your end without fumbling. Um, as far as just, uh, like, like, and I've said it multiple times, you know, we were moving the ball along, um, you know, fans are going to, maybe they'll say, you know, and even you, you know, if you think that we conservative, I, we might have to agree to disagree, but like, you know, if if it's not there, it's not there. I, I, I would much rather take the check down than forcing, Oh yeah, uh, fourth ball into coverage that shouldn't be put there, you know. And even and I like that he got the ball. Yeah, and I like that he got the ball. 
yeah, you know, he got the ball out fast. Uh, he was making good decisions. And uh, the two, he, he, and he, even he did make two questionable decisions looking downfield. I mean, I can't really say Devontae, want, like when he just lobbed it up to Devontae, I can't really say that was looking downfield. But I mean, that was a, that was a situation in which he didn't have anything. Uh, and he still tried to, you know, he tried to make something out of it, which that was a, that was a play where I, I don't like the improvisation, you know, I, that was a play just, don't get too cute, throw it away. Uh, and then same thing, I mean, with the, the Quandary Diggs interception, I mean, you can argue with that one, but even then. If it's not there, oh, yeah, that should have been an interception. Exactly, you know, and if was, it's yeah. there, don't take it. Uh, you know, I would much rather dink and dunk our way down the field all night long rather than force things into coverage. But And again, I'll have to go back and watch the All-22 to – actually make con- make a conclusion on whether we were being uh conservative or not but you know i think uh i, I think it'll improve um i think the- tonight just again outside of the dumb mistakes but uh yeah i don't know it's just a heartbreaking loss a lot of positive things to go off of but uh the, a performance like this, just mistakes, coaching decisions like this can't happen again. Yeah, um, I'm not even mad at the fact that we lost to a bad team. I'm ups- I'm upset by that, but I'm mad that we lost to Pete Carroll and Seattle. Their fans talking so much shit. And for us to get this outcome, it's obviously just heartbreaking. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to check out future um, uploads. Um, if you guys haven't already, make sure to uh, follow, subscribe on all platforms, leave us a rating. Let you get, let, let me know what you guys think about this episode and and this podcast. Be sure to DM me on Broncos Avenue. Let me you know give me give us some ideas. Um, we'll have few, we'll we'll have Q and A's um, during the weeks. So lots more episodes coming. Um, in the coming weeks during the season, you know, it's officially Broncos football. Um, you know, my message to Broncos fans right now is just hanging in, hanging in there. You know, we're all, we all feel the same way after this loss. We're just devastated. I know for a lot of people in school and college to go back to school tomorrow, is probably going to feel tough. Um, you know, um, but you know, there's still there's still good things to talk. You know, go off of like we said, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is is 100 worth the money. He was he was 100 worth trading for. If we had Drew Locke or Bridgewater in the situation, it it, it would have been worse. Um, I just feel like there's so many things went wrong defensively today. It's a brand new team. Me personally, I still feel like the lack of action the preseason played a role tonight. I feel like Russ wasn't completely himself tonight um given this the atmosphere and situation um that's just me but you know there's 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 this team we're in for a ride this season to say the least um maybe that's what russell wilson meant when he said broncos country let's ride but um yeah i hope you guys enjoy this episode um any anything else you want to add here in the last seconds, Trayton? Um, 
You know, I, I would say, and I, I said this well before the season started, uh, you know, temper your expectations. Um, and what I meant, I, I, I didn't think, and when I said that, I didn't mean, I thought like, I, I didn't think we were going to lose to the, to the fucking Seahawks, to be honest. I'll, uh, <laughs> that's not what I meant by temper your expectations. I, I, I was meaning more or less like, you know, if we, you know, we lose some battles against top tier teams and, or even, you know, even mid tier teams and, you know, you lose some games that you didn't really expect to lose. Um, or your record isn't as good as you thought it would be. That's what I meant by temper your expectations. Um, I'm hoping that next Sunday will be a step in the right direction. I'm hoping that I will be proved wrong uh, throughout the rest of the season. But, um, you know, I just, I expected there to be games, uh, you know, similar to this, but I, you know, I just didn't expect it to happen like this. Um, this was arguably one of the most uh, just downright unacceptable performances I've watched by any football team with penalties, coaching decisions, um, you know, there, and there's just a lot of things that happened in this game that I just, when I, when I run it through my head, there's just not a logical explanation for. Um, and so you know, I, I think, I think it's going to improve, you know, it's week one, the season's not over, but, uh, I guess, I guess my, uh, my statement of saying temper your expectations became very real this week. And, uh, I guess I would just say, if I had one thing to say to this fan base, it would be just keep that in mind going forward for the rest of the season. Yeah. when we say that we're not trying to be negative or pessimistic in any way. You just have to understand that, you know, this is a brand new team coming into the season. We're going to have Russell Wilson for many years to come. So it's only going to be up from here. But just realize that, you know, it's not going to be like all these cringe Broncos fans are saying, you know, 17-0 until proven otherwise. Like, you have to be realistic. Um, that's what we want to bring to you guys on this podcast. We're always going to keep it 100 with you. We're not going to sit here and sh- sugarcoat anything. Um, I love, you know... That's one of the things I have in our bio for this podcast. You know, we bring you our most brutal and honest takes on this team. And I love, I love giving that with you guys. It's always a pleasure, you know, just giving our opinions on here, me and Trayton. Um, Obviously, as you guys can tell, you know, we disagreed on some things today and it's going to be coming throughout the rest of the season because we're just going to be honest. And so, you know, we're not trying to be negative or anything like that, but just realize that you may have to lower your expectations given that Russell Wilson supporting cast may not be as insanely like strong as we think. So I think the weapons are there, but you know, there's, there's a lots of improvement to, to be done. If this team wants to be the Super Bowl caliber caliber team that in, in year one that fans are making them out to be, then we're going to have to make some drastic improvements um, week in and week out, especially after tonight's extremely embarrassing loss. Um, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, we're on to the next week, man. You know, disappointing loss, but we're on to the next one. Doesn't matter. Next week, this loss doesn't matter. Um, we just gotta find. We gotta find a rhythm, and you know, carry some. Get a win in Houston, or no, it's gonna be in Denver. So we uh, we get a win at home, 
we go back home always uh we always play we always play pretty good at home um we got it we had this is a, in my opinion already week two this is a must win against houston so we got to pick up that win bring some momentum heading into week three and hopefully build yeah. off of that hope you guys enjoy this episode make sure you guys tune into the next uh the next one um thank you guys for listening peace